Welcome back to Best Years, the show about life as a college student and all the difficult, weird, and cringy moments we experience at one point or another. I'm Lou, and this week I am joined with the dynamic duo, Henry and Hank. This week we talk about relationships, campus reactivation in the time of COVID, and what it means to be a responsible student during these times. Hope you enjoy. Yes, I have a mullet now. I uh, had a great look, but... Ladies and gentlemen, our guest, Hank Zakakis, has a mullet in one of a devastating moment of human history. And he's just rocking a mullet like uh, no one cares because I feel like that's actually probably the best time. It's probably the best time, I'm not going to lie. No one cares. No one's judging you apart from your parents. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not fucking picking up chicks from inside my house. Like, who am I trying to impress right now? Perfect segue. So, for this episode, we've decided to talk about relationships in college. And whether that is picking up chicks, as Hank said. Or picking up just any person that, you know, suits your fancy. Exactly. Add a bit of of razzle-dazzle to your life. How about that? Let's start with the man who is in a relationship himself, Mr. Cool British Henry. Hello, everybody. Yeah, so, uh, no, uh, we met met at a party. It was just sort of like a little... We just kind of just talked a bit. She got my number. We went salsa dancing at um, Agaba. Wait, stop. Wait, can I like sidetrack for a second? I went salsa dan- dancing. Dancing. I went salsa dancing at Agaba too. So fun. How have I not done that yet? Uh, because I haven't invited you yet, Hank. Oh my God. That sounds like so much fun. What night is What that? added a bit of spiciness to that particular story was that... Um, we went there a week before the whole stabbing instance had happened. Oh, I remember when at that Agaba. happened, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh my goodness, if we were there a week, I would have probably been stabbed. Because that's just my luck, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it's, uh, I was, yeah, it's been great. But that wasn't my, I, okay, I'd say that was actually my first serious relationship at Cornell. I've been in like, um, well, it was a bit weird because we were kind of in like so this other person I was kind of in a relationship with and then I mean it didn't last very long so I don't really think it's the proper it like it was proper it's like call it a relationship however there's probably millions of other college students have had similar things but uh I guess it's just easiest to refer as that so how has it been dating and the whole quarantine thing. So you mentioned earlier that you spent time with your girlfriend in July. June, July, yeah. June, July. Oh, wait, it is July. <laughs> um, so maybe tell us more about that. How has it been? I was only planning on seeing her for about a week, and then that got bumped up to two weeks. And then her parents, which apparently I made a good impression on, said, why don't you just stay another two weeks? And so I spent a whole, a whole bloody month in July in, uh, well, in June and July in uh, New Jersey. And you know what, it was really cool. And that's when I started like, learning how to cook and stuff for everybody. And uh, they, they, they said, I don't know what I'm gonna miss, you or your cooking. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I really hope it's me. It's really nice to get to see you for so long. Oh yeah, absolutely. And she's coming over, she's coming over for, uh, for a week, for, for an actual week this time in August. So it's gonna be lovely. 
Oh yeah, I mean we'll be back on campus. I mean, wait, are you guys returning to campus? Oh yes. yeah, I'm returning to campus. I mean, I'm I know I sound like an international uh, student, but I'm actually a citizen, so I can safely return to campus without you know. That is a question I was going to ask bastards you. Bastards at ICE. Oh my god, don't even get me started. Ugh. Another question: How long have you guys been dating? And yeah. Yeah. So Give we. Give us a little so, rundown. Okay. We, I, uh, we sort of split on like how long we've been dating. So she says March, and I say February when we kind of first met, mm-hmm. because we literally went, we literally started dating each other and dropped like everyone else that was trying to slide into our <laughs> respective DMs. So yeah, but um, for about uh, I'd say four, four or five months. Very nice, solid. Yeah. Well, my longest relationship, so I'm loving every single minute of it. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, let's, Hank, you were you had a you had an interesting sort of on and off thing, didn't you? Yeah. Well, okay. What are we talking about? The on and off thing that happened throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't really anything. That that was that was. It's it's a form of relationship, though. People are gonna have it. Like you gotta. Ex- I guess that's true, but this I don't know. That's one of those, I, I had a, I wouldn't even call it a relationship for a year where I was seeing one person every once in a while, but it, it was, it was one of those things where, um, you just had a funky friend. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I wouldn't call that a relationship. Okay. Yeah. I'm, that That's pretty natural for college though. That sort of thing is, is pretty common and I don't know. It can get fucky though. <laughs> it can get really, really bad. Um, but no, I, yeah, but no, I'm not going to be seeing her next year. No. Well, I mean, she was a senior, wasn't she? Yes. So, yeah. Are we That's really seeing anyone though? Like even our friends? Oh yes. <laughs> apparently, apparently, like everything's gone back to normal, according to people arguing. Really? There. Like party culture is kind of, kind of getting back to it. Well, here's and, like, the thing. I'm not gonna lie. There's gonna be some people playing beer pong, and I'm just gonna be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go to my room and not do that because. <laughs> yeah, I don't really trust people. I think the beginning. The beginning of the year, I feel like it's going to be more like kickbacks rather than parties. Like groups of like four or five. I trust my frat not to party, A, because it's sports season. And B, and B, we already had a coronavirus outbreak like back in May where like five, six brothers got it. So the fact is, is that we're just going to try to be sensible about it, sensible about it this time around. Yeah, I know a lot of fraternities have had issues Um different universities like everybody in the fraternity all getting it all at the same time stuff like that hmm, i wonder why yeah <laughs> haven't heard anything about ones at cornell though oh i've i've seen like sororities i've seen pictures of like um i'm not gonna just, i'm not gonna name which sororities but you probably know who you are annex is um but it's just sort of like I saw pictures on Reddit of like the sorority annexes throwing parties during like March and April. And, oh they, and it's just, they, they even posted on their Instagram account, we wear, please wear a mask or something or other. And, I'm, and then I just see that and I'm thinking, wow, you guys really look like assholes, don't you? <laughs> Outside the podcast, I'll tell you which sorority is, but I'm yeah, not going to say it. I don't want to slander anyone here. I mean, it's well-deserved slander. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't need that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. 
I think, okay, so beyond like boyfriend, girlfriend type of relationships, I think one of the most important relationships that you build in college are the friends that you make, which is fitting because all three of us are very close friends, I'd say. I, I, I think we're very good friends. It'd be news to me by this point if, uh, if we, we weren't, weren't pretty fucking close, yeah. I'd be feeling I was pretty much third week because I know you guys are very good. I remember, I remember meeting, I remember meeting you, Hank, at rugby. Yeah. And then there was like, a, there was like a month where we didn't really interact. See each other at all. I think, I think we saw each other at a party after like a month and it was like, Hey, what's up? And then we started hanging out. No, nah, it was, it was kind of, I, no, oh, I kind of remember actually, I remember meeting you again through Lou because yes. Lou, oh, that's right. because I met I, Lou at homecoming because she was doing her work and I was helping a friend get back to his dorm and he was just and I'm like why do I always be the parent in this situation like but um and then you were just like oh hey what's going on I'm just like well my friend's just you know doing what he's doing (laughs) and then we just like started just chatting and stuff and then we found out that uh we're both mutual friends of Hank it's wonderful. I think the greatest thing, I don't know, at least in college, I'm more outgoing than I've ever been. Oh, absolutely. I would have never have like gone up to people and been like, hey, be my friend. I have none. Um, but one of the greatest stories that I have, I have two great stories about meeting people. One being I was in Live Cafe with a friend. We were studying for psychology. And I overheard a group of girls, two girls, sitting close to us and they were talking about the same problem we were on that we were studying and I just I turned around and I introduced myself and I was like hey we should form a study group and one of the girls in that group is now one of my best friends which is wonderful I think I know who you're talking about I think I know who you're talking about because I think they're one of my friends too it's very it's very funny like how the web works Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah the social web because there's like a red line that can have you seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia where the guy is just like kind of crazy, just out of his mind and he's by a wall with red lines everywhere? That's kind of how <laughs> I feel like when I say, oh, you're mentioning that person. Like, mm-hmm. I- and it's funny how you you meet someone and then, I don't know, they become like the source of other friendships, which is really interesting. Oh, absolutely. The second one would be, <laughs> this was O week. And I was, you know, 2 a.m. post- whatever I was doing that night. I was sitting in Wings Over Ithaca, munching on some waffle fries. They were scrumptious. You went to a place called Wings, but didn't order any wings. No. (laughs) The irony, right? We're going to have to have a talk after this, because there's there's something wrong over there. But anyways, please continue. And I see someone through the window who I find, you know, attractive, good-looking, so I wave very frantically. I might add. <laughs> and <laughs> I put my cell phone up to the window with my Snapchat, like the QR code, and he scans it. I go outside, I introduce myself, and the rest is history. So, yes, that's, that's how I wow. met my other best friend from college. Wow. So I met, so I met one of my best friends. She, so through um, Cornell Pre-Orientation Program, I don't think it's happening this year for obvious reasons. But uh, basically, it was a camping trip, and she was a camping advisor, so she knew much more than the actual guides. And so they were just saying, okay, okay, campers, you got to do this so that your bears don't eat shit. And I'm just like, (laughs) 
And it's just like, nope, you just got to bury it and just do that instead of, you know, hauling it around with you. And I'm like, this is my friend. And then we, uh, we actually like did a lot of stuff like over a week, which is really fun. We just like hung out a lot over a week. Like got to like meet her sweet. She got to meet my sweet. It was really fun. And, um, it's just crazy because I think I met my other best friend through another friend group. Well, not like one of my other best friends, like through another friend group. And uh, he's now my um, frat brother, which is really nice. Nice. Yeah. There's some people that you also meet that you'll meet like once you'll hang out a couple times. You think everything's, you know, you're vibing and then you just never hang out again. Has it ever happened? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like in like a friendship to really start and gain traction, there needs to be kind of a hook, you know, that like kind of gets you guys hanging out consistently and sometimes it just doesn't take either just due to timing or just it's no traction like especially around prelims like i've yeah like had a time where i've just vibed with people and then just haven't been able to like follow that up because i've just been working 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 and then i'm just thinking oh i'm gonna go back to my other friendship groups and i didn't even remember those guys and i feel bad at the same time i'm not gonna it's gonna be it's kind of weird when you have to be like oh hey guys remember me when we just we're just talking on the couch like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, what's up? It's just like, it's not like that. I think you also have to, obviously you have to put in effort to maintain, you know, friendships you have. And like you said, you have to vibe with the people. The reason, here, I'll give the reason why I vibe with both of you. Hank was your, like, immaculate sense of fashion and just how we obsessed over, like... Just the different outfits that I would put together that I would never wear, but I would show you. And then Henry, how you just, you'd always come to my room and we would just talk and chill. And you, I don't know, you, you're very good at keeping conversation. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Oh, yeah, no, we're just, I, so the reason why I vibe well with you, Lou, is because you're kind of like a dark horse when it comes to comedy. Like, you just sometimes just like have absolute zingers. And I just absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> Hank, you and me can just roast the crap out of each other. It's oh, just, yeah. It just, oh, yeah. It's never, it's never like, it never goes. It's good banner. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome banter. And it's just. Yeah. I don't know. Both of you, both of you are really good at doing random shit with me. So. Oh, come on. Come on. You, you do random shit for me sometimes as well. So. Oh, my God. Hank. Okay. So I ordered something from Lush, like a week ago and i just remember the time we were in my i remember room, walking in on you guys and we tried the packing peanuts i was just like what the hell are you doing these fucking box of lux packing peanuts we're having a conversation i don't remember which one of us said this but it referenced like i'm pretty sure these are edible and you literally just pick one up and just for eating it didn't bother googling it they, they were fucking good they were so good i and then the next day i got a little i got a little plastic baggie full of them and okay, so packing peanuts are one hundred percent edible, hundred percent edible. They're not bad for you at all. And I brought them to a lecture. I brought them to a lecture, and I fed them to people. And I fed them to people around can me. You, can Can you please tell me you did that on the Friday lecture where everyone had to dress up very nicely? I did have a baggie. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of people in suits eating eating packing that's peanuts. That's funny. But that's actually. Uh, I did want to mention that by the way. I'm actually uh, switching out of the hotel school. Oh, where are you going? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I'm I'm transferring to. Uh, you can't. No more. No. Um, I'm transferring into the uh, school, College of Arts and Sciences. 
Oh, well in. Uh, economics. Currently, currently, currently. There's there's a few different things I might want to do, but right now I just Stop. don't have enough freedom. In Yo, the school. Do do a chemistry course with me, man. I'm not gonna fucking take chemistry. I'll be your TA. If I I'll if I don't if I don't absolutely have to, there's no way no. I'm taking a chemistry don't course. Do it. Oh come on, man! Being a chemistry major isn't that hard, apart from you know interacting with some of the professors. Cough, cough, David Collin. <laughs> I know. I'm super excited too. I mean, I'm finally. I I have had a lot of uh, second guessing myself about about the hotel school, and I think. Once I decide on this, I just kind of had a weight lift off my chest. I'm still going through the process right now. But yeah. It was just like, oh, I feel so much better now. That's good. I think also given like the current climate with hospitality. Oh, yeah. It's just Terrible not. Times. It's really stagnant. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know that many people being hospitable nowadays. Not going to lie. Yeah, no. It's kind of hard to take people into your house easily. That sort of thing when coronavirus is going around. That's great. I'm really happy to hear that. Well, we got two transfers because you're transferring to Humec, right? I'm transferring to ILR. I work at Humec. Oh, crap. Forgot. No, it's okay. I actually, today I was, I put in some work. So I have a remote job with them. I'm a media associate. So I, you know, I edit photos for Instagram and Facebook and I edit videos and such, but I get access to all. So they're, they're renovating MVR, which is the main building um, of the Humec school. Um, and I have access to all the renovations, all the floor plans, all the photos they've taken over the past several months. So I have to like compile um, like this photo progression of the site, which is cool. You got a job over the summer? Yeah. So I had the job um, spring semester and they offered me an extension over the summer. So I took it. Wow. Yeah. And you're doing summer school, right? Yeah. I also work at my yacht club that's in my town. I'm a race committee officer. It's literally, it's not even a job. I literally tan on a boat. That sounds so nice. You, you, get, paid, you get paid to tan? Yeah. Sometimes you don't even have races, so you show up for like an hour, and then you get paid for three, because that's like, legally they have to pay you for like three hours. So, it's, it's a sweet that gig. so nice. Yeah. My, my gig is unboxing stuff <laughs> 20 bucks per box that's all i can say <laughs> and they're big ass boxes as well it's not good work <laughs> i'm a chemistry i'm a chemistry major and all i'm doing is unpacking boxes what is what, what's going wrong there uh anyways hank are you doing anything over the summer um not a whole lot to be honest i was doing some some data entry stuff but uh i just took a course on argus which is a real estate software but oh, i find nice. that no i haven't done a whole lot very cool. Lane low. That's what you should do. The first, you know, it's, it's, it's your last free summer, basically. Yeah. Before you get to, yeah. before you have internships and jobs. Do you surf? No, no. That's one of those things that like people automatically assume just because I'm from San Diego, but no, I don't surf at all. I'm not even an ocean person. I don't really? really like the ocean. No, I'm a mountain person. I can see that. So I want to, so I want to talk about like the school change and stuff. Like, sure, sure academic year so i'm pretty sure that this hybrid semester is gonna be you know is gonna you know roll into the spring because i have absolutely no faith that people are gonna go back home not gonna get sick and then come back to campus yeah oh yeah no no i have this 
weird feeling that we're not going to even be on campus for too long, which th it's not, obviously this is, this is the realist in me, not like, I, I want to stay on campus for the full semester that they're giving us. So from August or September until Thanksgiving, I just have a feeling that it's going to be cut short um, for what, whatever reason, whether that's just people being irresponsible. Um, uh, and so, uh, France or Orianex is, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna silently look at you guys. <laughs> just, just be safe. Come on, guys. We all wanna, we all wanna have fun, but there's no way you can't play, you know, some frat games that just don't spread, like, illnesses. I mean, the party culture can't exist at the same time as COVID. It just can't. It can't. No. Uh, yeah, no, like, probably, probably like, right. For, I guess people will find a way to for, do it, though. Older, it just scares I me. For older people, that, like, sort of, not, not party vibe, I guess, older generations, but, like, people in their, like, 30s, like, they can, like, kind of party with COVID because they're more socially distant in general, but they have Xena policies. That's it. The amount of people I see just passed out drunk on the ground, like, it's like, no. Drunk people don't follow guidelines. Yeah, and it's true, and it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's kind of like, there's going to be, they, they were, what Cornell has to do, has to make sure that there has to be some social things that can happen, because if they don't happen, it's all going to be pushed underground. Like, what happens that sort of kicked off rats? So the fact is, is that, I, it's an unenviable task that they have right now trying to balance everything and I know I wouldn't want to do it and I know that I'm going to judge them on their decision whatever decision they do make so it's a tough call no matter what they say they're going to get a shitload of crap yeah. about it like I mean to be honest the average Cornell student just really can't be pleased I feel like sometimes Cornell students just love to crap on the administration I mean I know I'm one of those students, but at the same time, I'm kind of like realizing it. And that's, uh, that's step one of the problem. You have a, you have a full meme page for it. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Any decision that gets made, I just instantly criticize it with the meme. I'm not going to lie. There's been just, there's just, I've been stealing a few memes right now. Really? I just, yeah, from Reddit. You're non-original. It says it in my bio. So before people get kind of freaked out about it, just... I don't steal it from other pages. I just steal it from independent meme makers. <laughs> independent meme makers. <laughs> it's capitalism. Get over it. <laughs> I don't make money off of it. So the fact is, is that, well, I mean, I am going to be making a meme store soon. They should have, they should have a trademark for memes. So I could sue your ass. <laughs> but they do. They, they have some, like, copyright stuff in the EU, but... Do they actually? In the EU, they do, yeah. Yeah. Article 13. Got Every every meme maker got absolutely screwed. Anyways, on to the more what are you saying? What are you saying, Luke? <laughs> I, I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, come the meme on. conversation <laughs> is more intriguing. <laughs> well, I mean, all I'm gonna say is listeners, if you go to if you're uh class of twenty twenty four, Cornell, follow Cornell School of Memes. Yes, big shout out on IG. Yeah. Um, and if you are from the class of twenty twenty four, if you are a freshman I'm sorry that it had to start like this. It'll get better. Uh, that is that is debatable, but... <laughs> it will, it will. We haven't hit rock bottom, but we will eventually. And once we hit rock bottom, everything will will look better, you know? Well, for the class of 2024, everyone, like, in freshman year, everyone's got their, like, hard, tough freshman times. I know I did mm -hmm. back in, like, November and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, 
what you guys will be having is something much more different, which is we were talking about social and relationship stuff and you guys will be severely handicapped because of the social distancing. You guys won't be able to sort of like, well, I mean, there's no dining in at places now. So that that's like one way that people do just like socialize. And it's going to be hard to, it's unenviable. And I feel really bad for you guys. But at the same time, it's just, um, you guys are going to have a different set of problems and, you know, you just can't have to try and prepare for that in the best way possible. Listening to this podcast might help with that. <laughs> and I think just like, it's always important to ground yourself and remember that you are so thankful and lucky to have an education, especially from a great institution like Cornell. Even if it is online, even if, you know, the first year isn't what people made it out to be in the past because of how things have changed, there are things to look forward to. So... So I feel like the Cornell student body, in, uh, like I've been, I've been impressed with a majority of them, with like minus like the people in the student assembly. Uh, but that's a different that's a different story for a different for another day. But sort of Cornell students for Black Lives Matter, that's just raised so much money, and it's just never made me feel prouder to be a Cornellian. So the fact is, is that we're definitely we're definitely a school for social change, and a majority of the students reflect and follow that. Yeah. I've only I've only really like experienced outright like bad shit like that at Cornell once or twice. Uh, it's it's pretty rare. I mean, I went to a high school where that was kind of normalized, so it's definitely been a shift. Which is kind of weird coming from the Californian. Like I I would have thought that you know. I mean, I California's. I, I mean, Fox News sometimes calls California a little cesspool, but. Uh, it high, it's so area dependent. It's so area dependent. There's so many, there's so many areas where it's just filled with very conservative people. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's parts of California that is just insanely liberal, but when you get to Southern California, it gets more conservative in some places. And that is where my audio cut <laughs> kind of an awkward place to end. But then again, look at the person who's hosting the show. Uh, I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode, and I look forward to bringing you more content about Cornell in the time of COVID and collegiate life. Be sure to like and follow the Best Years Facebook and Instagram page, both at Best Years Podcast, for more info about the show and each week's guests. If you are enjoying the show, be sure to tell your friends. It's the best way to let people know. Rate Best Years Podcast on iTunes and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This show is edited, hosted, managed, and produced by Lou Weldy, and the intro music is by Sean Yu. See you next week.